announcement. The hemp revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. You can hear the stories of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating the business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game forever. Introducing your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Hemp Revolution. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez, and we are here with some very special guests who I will introduce to you here in just a moment. Meanwhile, if you are new to the cannabis and hemp industry and perhaps you are looking for some information on how you can get into the green rush, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com or medicalsecrets.com if you are a patient looking for products and services that will transform the way that you feel and function every single day. Now, my guests today are going to be telling us a little bit about their business and their bodies and how they are helping to transform with their business and their products, how they are helping to transform the movement and transition from harmful medications and pharmaceuticals all the way through to holistic health practices and products that will change your life forever. Nothing comes better than the horse's mouth themselves. So put your hands together and help me welcome my guests for today, Max Sobel and Stephen Wallman. Hey guys, how's it going? All right. How are you doing? I'm Thanks doing for a great good. intro. Great energy and exciting. We love it. We love it. <laughs> good. I love it too. I'm so excited to have you guys on. That's I am an great. internet stalker. So I've been watching you guys a little bit behind the scenes and decided to reach out and just like, you know, it takes cojones for a girl to reach out and be like, hey guys, you want to jump onto this thing? So I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Tell me a little bit or tell our audience a little bit about who you guys are and what you're doing in the industry right now. Sure. You want to go, Max? Sure. So Stephen and I got together about five years ago. We started a business that we've been running successfully. And then about two years ago, we saw an opportunity to specifically branch into the cannabis industry, lifelong cannabis users, you know, all, all about it. Right. So <laughs> needed a reason about two years ago to figure out a solution to basically help loved ones, family, friends, you know, something, an alternative to the pharmaceuticals that were hurting us and others. So we decided to dive a little bit deeper. We got together and we put a brand together and we launched Max and Stevens. So that's the 150. Yeah, and, and both of our backgrounds is, is running companies. Max, historically from the ad tech companies side of it and has many successful um, options there. I was more from the uh, IT software business. I grew a software company for there. So we had a lot of business experience and acumen and we knew how to run companies professionally. So when we had a personal need for cannabis for our lives, I mean, I personally had inflammation issues where I was on anti-inflammatories. And we're in Maryland, so when a medical program came to Maryland a few years ago, I went to the physician, and they said, you know, Steve, what you need is CBD. And I said, well, isn't there enough in the weed that I smoke now, right? <laughs> and he said, um, well, no, it's, uh, no, that's when I started the journey of learning what it was. And as everyone of your listeners and you are aware, uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the plant. And we wanted to be a beacon of hope for people to learn the truth about it and at least what is available 
and we put our names and face on the company. So it, it allows us to be accountable to everyone. So everything that we do, we stand behind. And we felt that that was important for this space in the transition from it being prohibited as a plant to it being embraced by everyone in the community. There's a, there's a time period there and a transition that as many people that can be involved, can be involved and should be involved to help that. So we started the company to one, touch people personally. So we do a lot of pop-up events. People come from, we do like winery events to a seafood event to a community get together. Um, elder care. Uh, yeah, elderly healthcare, anywhere, um, you know, a day school charity race, anywhere to talk to parents that have children on medication, just to have those conversations. And then through that also connecting to healers such as, you know, physicians or acupuncturists, energy healers, chiropractors, trainers, people that Eastern are um, leading in wellness and health that people listen to yeah. that are getting questions every day. My client, patient, fill in the blank, said, will cannabis help me? And I have no idea. You know, they're looking to me as a health expert, right. and I have no idea. And we're not doctors, but we point them to the right place. We point them to the right resources and help kind of facilitate that space so people can understand it's all safe, natural, a great place to start versus, you know. We, we took a long time to educate ourselves and really learn about the industry and learn about what the benefits of these products were. And in the process of us educating ourselves, we basically got the chops to be able to, to do the legwork, you know, on, on other people's behalf. So an educated consumer is ultimately what we strive for. So a lot of times at the shows or, or, or different events, you know, people are asking those questions. They may not necessarily be customers of ours yet, but they look to us for the expertise and we're happy to let them walk away being a more educated consumer and knowing what to look for when they want to buy a quality product. And I always challenge them. I say to them that not that, you know, take a look at other products, how many other companies put their names and faces on, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And credibility is everything else. Yeah, I love it. Okay. This is going to be a fun interview because most people are making, you know, a, some sort of jump. They're coming out of the cannabis closet. They're coming into the cannabis movement. Everybody wants to profit on the green rush. Back in the East Coast, it's a next level necktie type industry. <laughs> Everybody's trying to figure out how to get VC money into the space right now. I'm talking, right. I, this is third generation investors into the space. So I'm going to dive into this with you guys a little bit because it's not too often that we get to hear, how can I say, th this is the East Coast. This is big money perspective like New York is the hub, New York, LA, these are, LA is in California, like we're cool, okay? New York though, y'all are like, the East Coast is a special breed of human being and there's a, there's a very specific stigma that is associated with cannabis and consuming products that are outside of the system, you know, your grandmother, your mom, like they're not going to question you if you're walking around with a bottle of pills, whether or not you're abusing them. They're not going to question you if you're drinking out all night with your friends. They're going to sit down and feed you some pasta when you show up on Sunday afternoon. But, right. you know, that's not true for everywhere where we have such vast exposure to big business mentality coming into the cannabis industry. So I would consider you guys to be the third generation type entrepreneurs who are coming into the safe. You're business savvy. You have success under your belt. The notches are there. When you made the corporate to cannabis jump, what are some of the main skill sets that you brought with you that are an advantage for you now in the cannabis space? 
you know, the most important thing in anything that, that I do in business is discipline. You know, you have to be disciplined and have to have standards and st stick to them. And, you know, for, for us and the strategy of running a business, there's two things that have always made me successful. There's skill development and there's activity. So we're constantly looking to ferret through the truth and find out good information. And we're staying busy, you know, and, and keeping each other accountable. The good thing about having a partner is you, you have someone to stay accountable to. And through the roller coaster of running your own business, it, you know, it really helps. So I think those, those might be, you know, some things that it, it's not necessarily anything other than what's treated me well to this point and keeping it simple. I, there's nothing that irritates me more than companies that are non-responsive, plain and simple. <laughs> and Steve, you know, he knows how I feel about this. Vendors, companies, whatever you want. Get are, passionate. And the thing about it, I, I might as well. Why not? I'm here, right? <laughs> no, get with it. No, that's, this is one of my pet peeves too, so preach. I mean, so in previous lives, I've run big companies with big organizations, and there's nothing that irritates me more than when a company doesn't respond to you. And I don't care what it takes. You have to be responsive. You have to be helpful, and you have to be accountable. You have to follow up. It's important. So that ability to be able to connect with our customers and you know, wholesale customers, retail customers, whatever, and the ability to be able to follow up with them intelligently, coherently, you know, consciously, and, and, and really... Whether you're working on a million-dollar deal yeah. or a $50 or deal, deal really. with a consumer that How you do question, one thing is how you do you everything. you got to be consistent and, so, and disciplined with everything. And, and, and we took that a step further. Sorry, and we took that even a step further. Not only are we saying that, hey, we're here for you, and we're here to educate you, our names and faces are on here. You know what I mean? So <laughs> hold us completely accountable. When our phone rings, believe it or not, our toll-free number, when that phone rings, both of our cell phones ring, and he and I have a contest to see who can pick up that call first. And you know something? A lot of people would argue that's not scalable, that's not scalable. I would love to have that problem. But I will do my darndest to continue picking up the phone. Same, by the way, with our emails. I mean, this is how we run our company, and it's very important to us. So to your specific question about what's a skill set I took from previous lives, I mean, a lot, obviously. But that one specifically is just something that rings true in my head. I won't accept it and I will not tolerate it. And he knows it drives me bananas. I mean, I'm interested in farming. Like I love the farmer aspect of it and helping farmers. And I'm fascinated with how the earth works and grows and, and how it works with people. But I have no experience growing, you know, and the science and the analytical chemists we met in the labs yeah. that we've, you know, when we were vetting labs to extract the, the hemp, the intelligence and experience that they have in their craft is amazing. There's no way either one of us could compete with that. So what we can do is we add the value of working with consumers, running the company so it can stay in the, the, the long term and partner with the right people. So. We, we have 20 years each experience of vetting partners, whether it be a customer partner or a provider partner or whatever you name it. You know, We have 20 years each experience vetting partners and that's what we took to this discipline. We wanted to make sure that we got the right partners in place and we will always be there. Important. Nice. I love it. I, I love how both of you guys went to like the, the mental fitness that it takes to run a company. These are, these are not learned skill sets. No. You don't get to pick these things up. And these are like fundamentals of somebody's that this is woven into your fabric. It's a marathon. It's a constant marathon of ups and downs. And we do this with our own money. Right. So that's another thing. I mean, I mean, our end customer money, when you buy our products, it's funding our company and right. we want, uh, you know, that's how we grow. And it's a, it's a different mindset. You don't have any cushion anywhere. There's no safety net. Hunger, You're hunger. 100% accountable. And, you know, I have, you know, family. Max has family that we're accountable to not only ourselves but to them. And, uh, you know, keeps us motivated. And now customers, because we just launched our first product in March. 
And, you know, we have over a thousand customers now and it's accountability, you know, and we get calls at random, but that's why we get repeat business. That's why we get referrals. We don't, you know, throw a bunch of money at internet advertising because it's a long-term game for us. We're not just looking for clicks in some short-term business. I'm not trying to buy Instagram followers. I'm not trying to buy Instagram followers. I mean, it's a tra- I mean, it's, it's not a bad idea if you're running that type of company, but for us and, and the way we see approach more as a, as a regional approach, with hemp because you know in areas where it can be grown it's you know it's the early stages so long term you know people are going to want to find someone that they can trust and someone that they trust near them so not that we wouldn't accept business anywhere and we would we want to work with everyone but to, to be reasonable you got to carve out your space yeah i like it i i you know I agree. I, I watch a lot. I never even considered myself to be an influencer and I still don't even like that word because I think it's been bastardized and sort of cheap and it's like stripper to me. It's like, oh, you're an Instagram influencer. You're a social media influencer. Like you might as well just show me your boobs now. Let's get to the good part. You know, like it feels like being a stripper. It's been cheapened, but I say this all the time. I cannot say this enough. People are buying people, not products, and they don't care about the products. There's not enough diversity in the marketplace right now for them to care about the products. They're buying, their their commitment to you and the customer life value that you are putting onto anyone who financially engages with your company comes from the high touch, high value that you're able to put on the front end. And it's way more than pretty packaging and fancy advertising. I don't care if it's on or offline. It's all about the connection, how you capture somebody's attention, how you connect with them authentically and ultimately convert them into a sale. And, you know, in the last 18 months, we have some pretty remarkable results online, right? 18 months a million followers organically, 50 million people consuming our content, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people consuming our content on a monthly basis, you know, 30,000 organic views on a post. It's just like crazy numbers. And we don't sell shit. We don't have a product. <laughs> we don't have a fucking like, there's, there's nothing that we're out there being like, buy our shit every day. Right. <laughs> Whereas like I go on to Instagram and all these other influencers and they're like, Oh, it's so hot today. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, bitch, please. So I'm, <laughs> now I'm serious though. It's just like, how, how do we raise the bar? How do we raise the standard and how do we stop prostituting you know, while we're trying to generate customers. And so like round of applause for you guys, thousand customers on your first product coming out of the, coming out of the gate in March. Talk to me about some of the logistics because we have a lot of budding entrepreneurs, pun intended. (laughs) We have budding entrepreneurs, people who are, there's a mixed bag of people who are consuming our content. There's the patients whose lives are being transformed and they just They just love to be on the in crowd and listening to the content. Thanks guys for listening. We have the budding entrepreneurs who, you know, like want to capitalize on the green rush. Maybe they have a little bit of money and they, maybe they're going to go out and find the money. Maybe they're just trying to figure out what their entry point is. And then there's the established brands and businesses. Maybe they're just getting started or they have a couple of years underneath their belt, some wins and they're, they're hitting a glass ceiling. Let's talk about some of the things that you guys are doing because you're not coming in here as newbies 
to a new market, you're established, you know, well, well-established business professionals who are coming into a new market, bringing that focus, the mentality, the skill sets necessary to succeed. How are you guys effectively marketing your businesses right now to see that type of hockey stick growth in the first few months of your business? How are you advertising your business and, and what are some of the roadblocks or challenges that you've been confronted with trying to market or advertise? Yeah, well, one of the things that we that we started doing was just the basic old school sales and marketing techniques that are from the book from, you know, when we started, which are, you know, using the telephone, you use uh, banging on doors, and you set up and you do pop up events, and you be, just talk to people and get in front of groups. So we so getting out into your community, getting out in your community organically. And, and it's also since it's a new product, we didn't we're we're still in the learning phase. So it's realistic for us to still be asking a lot of questions. We came out with one product, so we have one simple. Hold it up so I can object. see it. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's a 10 mil, 500 milligram bottle. It's you know the the highest standards in the industry. But so we help people understand and focus one specific thing and how they they can start their relationship with cannabis and learn about it from here instead of having a ta- or table full of stuff. I mean, this one you can use in multiple ways. You can topically, you can you know sublingual. So we make it an easy discussion, but we just start by talking to people and we, we're accountable to the numbers. So we make sure when we look at our calendar, we're always looking for, and Max's uh, wife is great at this, she'll send us links to events around town in different communities, you know, we're around, you know, within 50 miles, let's say. Hashtag um, thanks, babe. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> we, the best. we look these up and we, you know, we, we talk to the, you know, the, the group and see, hey, does it make sense for us to set up? What's the, you know. And we get out there and it's not necessarily, we're not looking for even a break even that day, although we always do win every every show. We always end up making good money, but it's those relationships that we start. We don't push product. We say, hey, would you like information? And we have a, a really good pamphlet that we have that it's less about even selling. We even do, we did a farmer's market where you couldn't even sell the product. We just hand out information, let them taste it. And then a, a pamphlet that answers all the questions. So passing out information, get yourself known, and you know you have to be patient at the same time. I mean, you always want it right away. And even though we're happy, a thousand customers sounds great. We still have a long way to go for us to. Let's you know, be honest, y'all broke your fucking neck for those first. Thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and you know, we're seeing repeat business, and we're seeing those those relationships continue and and, and flourish. But you know, every person that walks in front of you, you ask them a question, have you heard of CBD? I mean, chances are they're going to be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or if they haven't actually heard of it, they'll still say yeah. And then you have the opportunity to basically educate them. They're all curious about it. They all know about cannabis. They've all heard about cannabis. They all just want to be educated. And I tell you, every time that we're able to have somebody walk away, just be a more informed consumer is a win in our book because a brochure goes with them. They have a name associated with a face, associated with a company. I mean, you just can't ask for a better situation. Yeah, and it's not necessarily, you know, we talk about the green rush and like the next gold rush. There's going to be a lot of money made here, but it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It is not for everybody. It's not, it's not easy. It's not an easy way. It's not like, wow, well, if you have money and you give it to the right person, And how do you know who the right person is? I mean, that takes energy, time. You know, you got to find out who the right person is. So even if you're an investor, it may not be the best way. You may be safer learning, you know, getting in, involved with someone that just knows how to manage your money better. And maybe, your, maybe that's a risk, part of your portfolio. And but, what's your risk tolerance? You know what I mean? I and mean, I look at all these, we have all these issues lately. Well, not us specifically, thank God, but people are having issues with banks not covering cannabis, insurance companies not covering cannabis. I mean, again, this is about reputation. I mean, there's going to be so many opportunities. Yeah, hosted software programs that don't support. 
um, the hemp business and cannabis businesses. So many opportunities for so many entrepreneurs and so much investor and angel and seed money and you name it to come into this business. And the question is, are you putting it in the right hands? That's really what it's about. Yeah, FDA is yeah. coming, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and we have experience dealing with FDA now. is going to be, you know, someone's going to need to have a strong stomach for that type yeah. of stuff. It's, it, there's a lot of money to be made, a ton of opportunity. But I caution everybody, don't just follow it because you think it's the right. If you don't really care about no. healing people and no, getting no. them off of the poisonous pills and the poisonous food that they're taking and, and helping them live a better, healthier life, if you're really not driven for that, then, you know, you really may want to just... You're not going to weather the storm. You're really not going to weather the storm. It's not going to happen. And we've yeah, seen that in other, in other industries. There's a there's a daily kick in the nuts in this industry. And I tell, <laughs> I tell people all the time... and. I'm I'm a little bit crap. I've been in this I've been in this business I've been in this business a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Northern California. My husband and I have been in this space for a combined about 35 years. I've been friends with the guy since I was 11 years old. When he ran away from his extremely affluent family, well-established family here in Colorado, who's been a part of you know the oil and gas boom and taking the healthcare revolution where they're standardizing the processes that are still being utilized today to, you know, keep systems working in hospital. I mean, just that the history is incredible. And he ran away as a black sheep to the Humboldt Hills and, you know, built his, his Emerald empire right there. And, you know, I grew up running barefoot and in diapers through these big, forests of cannabis and it's it's such a surreal experience to watch the evolution and to see across the board whether they're brand newbies they got five minutes in the industry and are investing their 401k to make it work or if they're established business professionals and they understand like yourselves who are coming in they have skill sets they have resources relationships that they can leverage to grow as fast or as slow as they want to and one theme that is constant, the message that is consistent and constant that I'm so super proud of is like, if you're not in this to help people get the fuck out of our industry. Absolutely. And I love that. It's just like stone cold phase. I've been in this space so long that it's easy to see the people who are in it specifically for the profits. Oh yeah. We see them all the time. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I bet you see them all the time. Well, that motivated us to get in the industry, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, that's, that's why we saw people looking, you know, me personally trying to find a product that's, that's credible. Yeah. You know. That's, that's exactly why we got in this industry. We weren't going to half-ass it. I mean, we, we made sure that if we're going to go in this, we're going to go in this the right way and go in this a way that we actually expose ourselves and put our names, faces, contact info. I mean, I can't stress that enough. You understand how different that is? You know, I mean, look yeah. at the products that are out there. Show me someone else that actually puts their face on it. I think it's a big deal. Sorry. Girl, you'll be on cheesy face on that. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a, for me personally, to be out there that way is a big change. And it just shows, you know, my level of confidence. No, yeah, we I, had a lot of names. You know, you go through the, the process of, all right, what names are we going to put on our business? Yeah. You know, we know we wanted to get into this industry. What name are we going to put in? We had a list of stuff. You know, yeah. you go to the website, you buy the URL just to make sure we have it. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so you get the full list. And after all that, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, we need to be accountable. You have so, that oh shit moment. You have that fuck, that epiphany in the middle. Like, fuck, you know, let's just call it Max and Steven. Yeah. That's who the fuck you are. That's what this industry is. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. And people don't know who yeah. we are, but they will know who we are. Right. And they and, and we're easy that's to get like to a know. Shirt. Like I would wear that as like a shirt. <laughs> Where's my Max and Steven shirt? Like I need a hat. Oh, uh, here, look. Look, we have we have one right here. We'll send you one of these. Have you seen the hats and the shirts? No, I haven't seen no. them here. Oh, okay. 
Let's check it out. Yes. So we'll send Swag. that out to you. For both of you guys. We'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. Hashtag hookup. I love it. You guys have already started to brush on it, but I know that there's I know that there's more, so I'm gonna agitate the pain point a little bit. What are some of your guys' biggest frustrations as new entrepreneurs in the CBD space, but established business owners? You talked about, you know, the inconsistency in communication. I share that with you. It's so hard to find people who are just like yeah, ba 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 ba. I'm totally gonna hook you up, and then they, you never hear them hear from them again. Sure. And I get that like stuff happens, but hit me up 72 hours later. Like the communication thing is so frustrating. That another challenge for me, I'm gonna go first, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another challenge for me is is people overselling, over promising, and under delivering. Right. You know, like who are you gonna trust your money to, right? And so there's now. All of a sudden, I'm in all these like digital marketing groups. All of a sudden, everyone's profile pictures are changing to CBD marketing expert. And I'm like hearing these war stories from people who don't have a lot of money. They don't have money to lose. They're trying to invest to create a legacy for their family and ending up in like really shitty situations where folks are taking advantage of them, you know, for being a self proclaimed expert without a ton of experience or results, numbers on the board, like that's, that's the criteria. You got numbers on the board in this space, right? If you do great, here's my money. If you don't like, please don't falsely advertise to me. So those are my two biggest pet peeves. What are some of the things that just like royally piss you off as being new, not new entrepreneurs and connectors in this space? I can start. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of things. <laughs> so, so, so there's a lot of irritating products out there to me, right? And I get this question all the time. People are like, why do certain products are specifically dog treats or why is this specifically a bomb or this, that, and the other? And we're not even talking about COAs or lab reports or really any of the obvious stuff. We're talking about why are there a million different iterations of different products? My answer, and this irritates me, is because you want to increase the SKUs, plain and simple. You could have junk in one product and you can have junk in the other seven iterations of that shitty product. And all you're trying to do is basically just multiply the SKUs and maybe get into a big box store or something like that. Us, for two years, we've been bringing home formulas, tinctures, and oils and testing it on ourselves, our entire families, on my dog, on his kids. I mean, you name it, extended family. It wasn't until we actually had something that passed the test for us that we were comfortable slapping a brand and putting out there to buy. What, ir what irritates me are these companies that are, again, are just looking to make that quick buck. They will just release something completely crappy and then take you on a wild goose chase to make you, to make you hunt for the COA or hunt for anything that you're actually interested in learning about the product. So that's a huge irritability point for me. And I feel like there was an immense opportunity to add credibility to that space as a result of that stupidity. In case I wasn't clear. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is so fun for me, by the way. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I mean, it's my, not my first rodeo. Yet. My, my, my frustration, if we're talking specifically with this industry, is the business professionals that are surrounding the industry don't know the details and they don't, they're, they're lazy. So we had an event scheduled and they said, well, we're not allowed to have you be here because you have a consumable product and we use it in your mouth. So you can only support this event if you have a topical product. Right. So if you have CBD lotion, that's fine. But if you have CBD under the, under the tongue, 
we can't do that. And why is that? And we just don't get, you don't get a clear answer. And there is really no, and that's what irritates me. Is people don't look uh, and, and say, well, you know that it is federally legal. So we aren't doing anything illegal and we're not making any suggestions. But people that just just blindly don't even consider what the truth of the situation is or even considering that there is an option that makes sense versus just completely writing it out. It's just the roadblocks that we face in the industry and it comes in marketing, banking, insurance, insurance. I mean, in all those types of environments, uh, retail locations, the, 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 where can you be located? The uh, irony is that all those different prongs, they want a piece of the action, right? They want to make money in the deal somehow and they would love to take your money. But the problem is they haven't figured out yet how to plug themselves in in an appropriate way because of the ambiguity of the industry as it stands currently. But you better believe that the minute that those doors open, they'll be the first ones writing checks and you know offering to sign you up on their bank account, their loan, their insurance policy, this, that, and the other. And again, so the frustration is the ambiguity of the industry and the fact that there's not a lot of clarity, not only from- But it's the ones that but not only the, from put the foot in the way and have no real basis for it. Yeah. I mean, there's really no reason why they're not. They just aren't challenging it. And, you know, it's a lot of the questions we get, like people ask, am I going to pass a drug test with it? Well, talk to your HR director and find out and talk to them about cannabis and how it's helping you and have those conversations. I think that's probably the, the most frustrating for me, that people don't, don't want to fight for their, themselves. They're just lazy and they want other people to, you know, to take the front. <laughs> and just and don't misinterpret this. With, so we're completely comfortable talking to people and educating people and telling them about the benefits of this product. The problem comes when... When they don't listen, when, when they're, they're not, when they don't, when they're not coming to the table genuinely wanting to hear <laughs> your response to it, like, oh, that's just weed, you know, that's, you know, okay, well, if that's your attitude and that's your opinion about it, then I understand your problem. I'm probably not the one you should be talking to, but if you prefer to stay on those opioids, maybe you'd like to try this. You know? Yeah, more you people know. see us as drug dealers than see us as people trying to help. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the current status of at least what's going on on the East Coast. East Coast, right? We're talking East Coast, where you, you live in a whole different universe. Yeah. Yeah, the pace is yeah. different here. You know, the you know we're we're in Baltimore. It's not quite like New York, and New York thinks we're we're south. We're kind of in the middle. Yeah, but people are pretty close-minded. It's hard yeah. to you know to break that shell, which motivates us. Well, you guys are in the you guys are in the motherland of this country. Like that's where everything originated. So you got yes. we have a similar problem here. We have a bunch of know-it-alls, but they're just know-it-alls in a different run. But different the exciting state. part is the farmers and the people that that run the land around here are excited. And we want to play a role in helping them, you know, utilize their land again in the way that it can be profitable for them because they're hard workers. And there's a, there's a lot of farmland around in Maryland. We're really excited about that. I'm also excited about the fact that like I'm helping a 75 year old sleep better at night, for example, the 75 year old doesn't want to get high. I mean, just this one example of thousands, you know, but this one 75 year old doesn't want to get high. So she prefers to actually take our product so she can sleep better at night. And you know what? She's going to tell her friend, she's going to tell her friend, they're going to tell her friends. And that's essentially how we've been, we've gotten our reputation, at least locally. We're nowhere near national yet, you know, but locally we have that reputation. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'd like to extend to you guys. I always like have a, like a little thing at my sleeve. So I'm, I'm super excited for your guys's growth. If you guys want to shoot me over some information about your product or send it to me, send it to me to test and try. I have multiple distribution channels that are constantly looking for my seal of approval on products. And like right now I could connect you with five or six different locations, some of which are local to you that you could build a personal relationship with. And I just think it would be such an incredible 
you know, such an incredible value add for the businesses that I'm currently serving, but also for you guys. And, and ultimately it's about who you know and, and, and how you gain exposure. And I work with folks who are like-minded, committed to excellence, really serving the community with education, connection, capturing the attention of these otherwise adverse communities and it's starting to infiltrate the mentality that would otherwise close companies like us out. So if that's of something that's interesting to you, I, I'd be happy to make those contacts for you. And Absolutely. And we take referrals like they're, we'd be, they're, we'd they're, be cool. they're very sacred. We'll, we'll, we'll treat them with, you know, kit gloves and very special. Uh, we, 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 have the, we have the best lab report in the business, which we carry around everywhere, teach people how to read it. We'll be happy to, you know, to treat everyone as, as their family. No, but we, we appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that I can do to help the budding businesses. I mean, it, it, it's hard enough to feel like you're going at this alone and that you're setting a new standard. And, you know, the, the entrepreneurialism can get, for me, it gets lonely sometimes when you feel like, you're the pioneer. You're the one that's willing to take the arrows in the back. You're the one that's willing to take the scrub, you know, the scrub cuts on the front end while you're machete chopping down all of the bushes and trying to figure out like what's the clearest path or the fastest path to impact and income. And it's a, it's a fine line, you know. There's there's a lot of people who are willing to compromise the impact so that they can get closer to the income and vice versa. There's a lot of companies who are just so committed to the efficacy and performance of the product that they never make any profit and their message and their mission dies with them. You know, so for me, I'm, a lot of our mission in Legalize It, Don't Criticize It, MedicalSecrets.com has everything to do with bringing the truth about cannabis and hemp to our consumers so that we can make empowered, educated decisions about the products that we are using to transform the way that we feel and function every day. And it's by highlighting businesses like yours that allows me to make the impact that I want to make in the world. So thank you guys for the work that you're doing and, and the arrows that you're taking and how you're forging that path into a really very difficult market. The East coast is a very difficult market and you guys are, you guys are doing great stuff. I mean, a thousand customers. That's fantastic. Happy to share some stuff with you guys too offline that have worked really well for us and how we've organically built our following and customer base. And we don't even have physical products, but we have people who are just steadfast, super committed to everything that we do and trust us within an inch of their life you know, to make those types of recommendations. And you guys have the makeup to build that same kind of culture, you know, and community around your product. And, and you're right, putting your face and your name on it. That's the hardest part. Building up yeah. the confidence to do that, you know, is the hardest part to say, this is me, this is us, this is we. And yes. for, for you by us, here we go. Yes. You know? And building this organically, right? I mean, we're yeah. looking at building the, the business organically through, you know, true value relationships. And, um, you know, we're, we're always open to you know, situations where we can add value. And, and that drives us. So, you know, kudos to everything that you've done and, and taking those arrows in the early days. Because honestly, you know, the legislation changes for a reason. And it's because a lot of those voices over the years that have shown up to events and have lobbied and written letters. I mean, how many states now have medical programs? You know, a lot 34. of them. 34. And that's going to continue to grow. You know, the federal legalization of hemp is there. So, so many changes. You know, our kids aren't going to know a time when or my kids' kids probably won't know a time when it was prohibited. 
And it's exciting to think about how that, you know, in 10 years where, you know, it's just going to be, you know, in our food supply again and just be normal. It'll be um, ubiquitous. You know? Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're excited about the future and collaborating with, you know, everyone who feels the same way we do. Yeah, totally. I love it. I have, I, I just wanted to ask you guys, tell me what I do not know about Max and Steven. I want to hear about your guys's mission. What is, what's your message and what's your mission as a brand and as a company? What are you setting out to do right now? That's a good uh, question. Yeah. I mean, if it's something we haven't said, I mean, for us, it's really about, <laughs> you know, helping people make the the connection to the sacred relationship to cannabis and we believe that there is a sacred relationship there and there's still a lot to learn and what we really want to do is help bridge the gap for individuals and people every day we want to so. take the stigma away from cannabis and to allow that stigma to go away so that you can heal yourself naturally so that we have an, an alternative to things that are more harmful an alternative for people who don't want to go that route. And we, and we want to make sure that you can become the, and I'm going to repeat this, I know I've said this, the most educated consumer about cannabis that we could possibly make. And it does spill outside of cannabis if you if you really think about it, because it's yeah. not just cannabis. Cannabis is a tool yeah. to help you live a better life because yeah. there's, you know, diet, exercise, you know, healthy relationships, loving people. But there's, it's just a piece of a, of a huge pie. And so it's more, it's, it's, you know, breaking that ice between cannabis, but what other areas of your life could you benefit from breaking the wall down a little bit? You know, maybe there are some other things in your life that you've been, uh, you know, that's been holding you back that maybe you didn't think of because you thought you knew the way it was supposed to be. Or because that's the way you've been taught. Right. right. So, so breaking that mold, I guess, if you want to make it something bigger, you know, that, that really is what it's about. It's, it's, it's not just about cannabis. It's really everything that you do to live the best life you can. And, you know, there's a lot of people struggling out there and it's just plenty of customers for everybody. I know they talk about the rush. It's so competitive, but there's still millions of people sitting in there, you know, popping pills or not popping pills and just being depressed and just, you know, not living their full life, having a great skill and not offering it to the world because they're too afraid to get out of the house. Yeah, totally. I love it. Well, I can't wait to celebrate this success. We're going to continue to follow your guys' stories. Um, I'm going to get you guys connected to some of these retail outlets because I think it's just so so important for us to be in support of one another. We have a mentality here is together as one. And, you know, there's been a, there's been a big conversation for me. I've been asking this question over and over again. I won't ask it here, but in our, in our follow-up interview, I will ask it. You know, we're holding ourselves and each other to such a high standard when it comes to cannabis and hemp consumption. And when it comes to basic necessities around food and water and, you know, basic necessities that we need, the same, the same thing is not there. And, and a consistent answer that I get back is that big business has taken it over and we have lost control of our food industry, of our water, of, you know, just these basic necessities. And so my mentality around the Together as One movement is really about how we help to raise the bar and set the standard of operation so that Together as One, we can rise and in it is as an industry keeping the control without big business setting their profiteer you know standards in our way that prevent us from doing the things that we want to do that make us feel the most passionate and inspired Love and it. how we're serving serving our families and communities so that's why with an open heart oh, i just 
I offer you guys yes. opportunity to distribute your products through our connections. And, right. you know, because right. I, I believe that that would be a really great value add for a new business. And I want to continue to serve however we can. Please, please see me as a resource and as a contact here, because again, we've, we've been pioneers in legislative development, owning and operating one of the first licensed dispensaries, interfacing with millions of consumers from around the world. And we have an outlet, a place for you guys to feel safe and comfortable to get information, but also provide information and products that can continue to help transform the way that people feel and function on a daily basis. So thank you for your amazing work in the world. Any last word for our listeners before we end today's show? Be transparent. Learn to be transparent. Once you learn to be transparent, then you have no choice but to be completely above board and operate something properly. That's my opinion. I like it. Got some last words? We'd ask you to trust us, but we'd rather you just try for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually the right line. Yeah. We'd ask you to trust us, but we'd rather you try for yourself. I love it. I love it. Well, you guys, this is another amazing interview and another rock star episode of the Hemp Revolution. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez. If you are in the industry or starting to consider jumping into the green rush, check us out on theemeraldcircle.com and medicalsecrets.com for more information about how you can be a part of the change that you want to see in the world. I'm your host, Sonia, and we'll see you on our next episode. Peace for now. Thanks for listening to another rock star episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez. And just for you, we took notes on this episode along with the links and other resources mentioned inside of today's show. Get them for free right now by going to theemeraldcircle.com. Now, if you want more on this, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you like to listen, and you will be automatically entered in to our monthly giveaway where you can get swag bags, all kinds of cool gifts and discounts from our guests and exclusive offers that are only mentioned right here in the Hemp Revolution podcast. I can't wait for you to share this with your friends. With your help, we've been able to impact millions of people's lives around the world with the truth about hemp and cannabis. And we know that you love us so much that you're going to leave a review and rate us right now on your favorite platform to absorb content just like this. Now, we challenge you to dream big and love the life that you live. Thanks so much. And we hope to see you on our next episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. Ciao for now.